Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, the month of August, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of 1 Samuel. This one comes from 1 Samuel 16, verse 11. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are these all the children? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, and behold, he's tending the sheep. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for he will not sit down until he comes. Our verse is the connection between David and Samuel. Saul was the king, but God was finished with him. He disobeyed God repeatedly throughout his reign. A new king was to be appointed, and it would be David. Samuel knew the family, but not the specific person who God was choosing. Jesse, David's father, had several children. Three sons are named. A total of seven sons appear before Samuel. None of them are the choice. There remained one more, the youngest, and probably the least likely of the bunch, and that was David. David wasn't in the house. He was in the fields tending the sheep, which tells us that Jesse was probably not a wealthy man. Watching sheep is something that the hired men would do, but not the sons. And very likely, each of Jesse's sons took turns watching the sheep until the next one was old enough to take his place. And now there's David, the youngest. It's his turn, and he's out with the sheep. There's layered here several lessons for us. First, the oldest aren't always the best, the tops, nor the chosen. Side by side, David's older brothers likely had more knowledge, experience, and would be a better pick. Even Samuel thought the oldest would be the one. But often that's not the case. God was looking at the heart, not the size, not strength, not years on the job. Some of us have gotten older through the years, but we have not gotten any better. Even in the church, this generational difference can be an issue. Although the office and the term elder implies years and experience, that doesn't discount the heart of some who are younger. Paul told Timothy not to let others look down on his youthful age. Instead, he was to be an example to the believers. In faith, heart, and behavior, Timothy was to show others by his life what all should be doing. Young and dumb is not only insulting, but it would question the wisdom of God in choosing a young David. Fresh ideas can bring life to an old, stale congregation if it's allowed. Some church buildings I've been in would make a great episode for a horror movie or a hoarder show. Some congregations are acting as if they're still in the 1960s. We certainly will never change God's message, but the methods we use and the way we attract people certainly needs to be looked at and give some serious looking at. And often those very ideas do not come from the top down, but from the bottom up. It's not the older folks who can be stuck in their ways, but the younger ones who are eager to get things going. It was the youngest, not the oldest of Jesse's children that was chosen by God. Second, David's brothers all had the same opportunities as he did. We're not talking about people from different families or different countries. They all came from the same dad, and likely they all tended sheep at one time in their lives. David used that time to grow in his faith. He cared for the sheep with tenderness and compassion. He fought to protect the sheep from wild animals. I think about a few of the summer jobs I had in high school and in college. Several of them I hated. I spent way too much time wishing I was somewhere else and wishing I had a better job. Watching sheep isn't something that's exciting. The shepherd is alone. No one to talk to. No cell phones. No tablets to entertain you. No earbuds. David made his own music with his harp. He honed his skill as a hunter with a slingshot. Little did he know that the harp would put him in a palace one day, and a slingshot would put him before a giant. 
So many of the Psalms are written as if someone is looking at the stars at night. As David did that, he wasn't daydreaming. He wasn't pouting because there was no one else in the family to take his place in the fields. He was thinking about God. His heart was open to God. He used that time to connect, to grow, and to build his faith. There are many tasks that we do in a week that doesn't take a lot of brain power. Mowing the yard is pretty simple. Running the vacuum, washing dishes, folding clothes, all of them can be done without intense mental energy. While we're doing these things, where is your mind? Great times to pray. Great times to focus upon good things. Great times to be thankful. Great times to pull thoughts heavenward. That's David. God saw that. His brothers could have, but they didn't. I wonder now if we do. Thirdly, David's brothers were passed over by God. There wasn't anything that impressed God when he saw them. God was looking at the hearts and kept looking and looking and looking. He knew what was in David's heart. David is the one that God wanted. This is not to say that David's brothers were bad, wicked, or evil. They didn't have the heart of God like David did. It's not uncommon for a congregation to look over a man in a group to select deacons and shepherds. Some men are not even considered. They may not be of age, but there's, they may be of age rather, but there's nothing there. There's no outstanding spiritual qualities, but they come from some that have that attitude. Some have that right spirit. And when they do that, they do the job that God wants them to do. There was something in young David's heart that caught the eye of God. I wonder if there's such a thing in your heart. Are you living daily as God would want you to live? Are you making the right choices every day? Are you showing compassion for others? Do you walk with the Lord? God sees those things. Those are the things that catches the attention, not only of heaven, but of God's people. Samuel asks, are these all the children? Is this it? Slim pickings, we might say. No, all the stars are here, running the mill, playing average everybody person, but nothing is catching the eye of God. Nothing about this group until David walks in that room. God noticed David. It didn't start when David walked into that house. It was already there. God saw it when he was in the fields. God saw it when David was alone. What God was all was the heart that loved him. The heart is what God is interested in, the heart of faith. Do you have that? Thank you so much for listening.